Hello and welcome to Yours Mentally, a podcast that discusses issues that we all have on our mind but are too afraid to speak on. Our podcast is a safe space for anyone who wants to discover more about and improve their mental well-being. On, on today's the- episode of Yours Mentally, we have with us Jaini Nandu, who is a qualified sports and exercise psychologist. She has completed her studies from one of the best universities in London, uh, whose name I don't know how to pronounce, so I'll leave it in the uh, description. You can check that out. Uh, we're so happy to have you, Jaini. So let's get right into the episode. So on today's episode, where we talk about sports psychology, which happens to be my personal favorite as well, uh, Jaini, my first question to you is: What is sports psychology, and what exactly do sports psychologists do? uh the field of sports psychology actually revolves around two main areas okay uh we use various psychological principles mental exercises and mental games to help athletes enhance their performance as well as their mental well-being and we also understand how participating in sports physical activity and exercise helps and affects an individual's uh, psychological development and their well-being as well as their physical health so typically we answer two main questions that is what is the effect of our mindset on our performance that is how our feelings beliefs our thoughts affect the way we perform as well as the effect of our performance on our mind that is how success or failure affects us after the game when exactly does the need arise for an athlete to consult a sports psychologist uh, so sports psychology is more preventive in nature than curative so for, by that i mean is uh, like athletes go to the gym not because they are weak but to increase their muscle strength and their fitness so similarly mental training or sports psychology is not because you are mentally weak or you have some psychological problem but to increase your mental strength or resilience so take for example you are on a trampoline trying to jump as high as you can you're learning the technique and you're trying everything to you know get better at it and you're actually getting better at it now you're on the same trampoline but this time you're jumping using a harness so that harness is now helping you to jump even higher than before so sports psychology is of the same nature it's like the harness it gives you the right support it gives you the extra support to get better at your sports performance and you know it enhances your performance overall so it's not only curative in nature but it's also prevent you should use it as a preventive um cure to sports psychology is not just curative in nature but it's also preventive having said that athletes do come to us when they have any problems or any issues so for example if you're not able to translate your performance from practice to competitions or you are experiencing pre game jitters that are that is actually hampering your performance or a lot of times you don't enjoy the practice and you lose motivation and to even go and play and you end up actually quitting your sport a lot of times athletes are not able to deal with the failures they if you need help for injury rehabilitations these are some of the um areas where you need help and these are some of the reasons where athletes to come to visit a sports psychologist all right so uh, when an athlete sees a drop in performance and loses confidence in their ability and skills how exactly do sports psychologists go about or what processes do you follow while talking to the athlete this is actually a very interesting question so mm-hmm. there is actually no one size fits all uh, protocol that we use we 
tailor make and individualize each and every one's plan as per their requirements so broadly what we do is we firstly understand the athlete's needs the demands of the sport that they are playing their personality their strengths and their areas of improvement we also understand their training environment and on the basis of all of this we make a intervention plan that is specifically for that individual athlete so we understand their behavioral patterns and and uh, we do that using a lot of various uh, we, we do that using various combinations so either we uh, do uh, we conduct any psychometric assessments we do some observations with them you know how they are playing we go and go their on court and do some on court observations we also have direct one to one conversations with with them and through this we collect a lot of information and only and only on those uh, information we make and make a plan for them broadly we use various techniques um for example we use uh visualization imagery we use various relaxation and breathing techniques with them um we use cognitive behavioral techniques which is cbt uh, this is mainly to modify their irrational beliefs and change them to rational ones do some cognitive restructuring with them this comes under the counseling bit of uh, sports psychology that we do with them so there's no uh, one um standardized protocol that we follow with, with every each athlete but it's it's tailor made for everyone right so what is flow psychology and how does that find its applications in sports psychology so a flow state is also known as being in the zone it is actually a mental state in which a person performs an activity without being disrupted or distracted the person is extremely immersed in their activities that they lose contact from the outside world as in what is happening around them it's the same with athletes when they are in flow they are fully focused on what they are doing and this heightened attention is actually associated with a number of positive factors so for instance if an athlete is performing in a uh, performing on uh, for instance if an athlete has a competition and before the competition the athlete is thinking only about whether will i win the competition uh, what is going to happen what will my coach tell me the opponent is you know if you have a stronger opponent you're just thinking about all of that you're actually um uh, getting anxious because of all of these thoughts and you're losing the correct zone that is needed to play while if an athlete is in the correct zone that athlete will not think about all of these distractions or what is going around them and they are going to only and only focus on their next move their match or what they are supposed to do at that time uh for take for example a tennis player or a badminton player they've missed missed a pre- previous shot so they're not going to dwell on those that mistake or the previous shot instead they are going to focus on what what is going to be their next move and how they are going to Uh, on that move um a sports psychology psychologist actually helps an athlete to a- helps an athlete to achieve this zone it sounds very easy that you know i'm completely concentrated and i'm completely focused but 
to achieve this zone is actually very difficult and once achieved it's actually very addictive that he will want to again and again perform perform only in this zone like you know the correct zone right uh, what are the different career aspects in sports psychology i'm sure there are many people out there because it's not such an established you know career as such so what are the uh, uh, what are the different career choices in sports psychology um so in india uh, this field is actually still in its nascent stage but uh, this i mean it's it's growing so and so are the career options actually and it completely depends on what is your area of interest so if your core area of interest is research or you want to go into academics go into teaching or sports psychology so there's one thing where you can go into phd and you know studying studies in sports research connect with professors or people who are actually doing that work in india or you can go into applied work wherein you can uh, for the start you can work under um, you know gain some experience do some internship for a year off of starting few months and then you can work independently or join any sports team any clubs any organization sports organization that are there in india so in its nascent stage so there are not many options available to us directly but it's growing okay cool so for the final question um we know that a lot of high level athletes hugely benefit from access to sports psychologists and therapy so when someone's just starting out to the sport just beginning their career in a sport is it possible that mental coaching and psychology will have as much of an important role as physical um, training does so it's actually a common myth that sports psychology will benefit only the elite level players however players at any level any age any gender or from any sport can actually benefit from the discipline of sports psychology so just as a young athlete trains and prepares their body for the tournaments or competitions they should train their minds as well so the mental preparation is equally important to physical preparation even for a younger athlete and so their level of competition shouldn't actually matter uh, or should be a differentiating factor between who should approach a sports psychologist or who shouldn't in fact in my personal view uh, young minds are very naive and they are more malleable so they are actually easier to train as well um they learn faster they remember things and the learnings actually stay with them throughout their life and um as young athletes we we want them to excel in their sports but that's not all right we also want them to excel in their life so the learnings from sports psychology is actually very transferable transferable they can actually apply all of these learnings in their lives and other areas of their life so i would definitely suggest that young athletes should make the most of the services available to them and they can learn a lot from sports psychology not just about sports but something larger than that more than that uh, oh that was quite an informative episode i mean i'm not sure if it was for everyone but for me and agira i'm sure it was because you know we do want to study sports psychology so uh, thank you jenny for being with us on the episode and uh, to everyone who's listening thank you for listening i'll see you in the next episode thank you